Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cash That. This is your host, Joe Delera, and I am joined by producer Corey. And boy, do we have an episode for you. This is going to be the producer Corey episode. This is the episode that we have producer Corey for. We need him. It's going to be a big day. We're going to be talking Stanley Cup, talking a little puck action here. You heard about all you heard the vitriol in his voice when he was talking about the New York Rangers. Now just wait for him to talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Avalanche from Colorado. Now, first though, we're going to hit you with a little bit of NBA draft stuff that's coming up on Thursday. I will try to put out some tweets. I'm going to be doing a spaces with NBA bet on Thursday. It's very difficult. I'm not the best in terms of handicapping the draft myself. I'm more of an aggregator. I try to like gather a lot of information and make my decisions. I can tell you this though, the New York Knicks are trying to move up to the number four pick to draft Jaden Ivey. If the Kings keep the number four pick, they will not be taking Jaden Ivey. You heard it here first. They will be taking Murray, Keenan Murray. Now, Look, they are they are trying to move that pick. There's a lot of like talk in top three. There's been a lot of movement today. Jabari Smith went all the way down to plus 100. If you got that, that's fucking awesome because you basically got a free roll on everybody else. Um, Paolo was really mispriced. He opened at 18 to one. I grabbed that at the win. Now he's about like two to one, two and a half to one, similar to Chet to go number one overall. Um, I mean, draft's really exciting. There's a lot of moving pieces. I will try to get you a card or at least like what I bet already. I'll put that out on Twitter. I have like a running notes tab. I don't know how helpful that is because the lines move pretty quickly, but I'm hearing that. I also think that it looks like Toronto might want to move up into the draft, maybe to seven, but they don't necessarily want to move OG on for that pick. Um, OG is somebody that's in, in talks. There's a lot of like rumors swirling around him. There's talks about the Knicks trying to move, uh, the 11 pick potentially for Malcolm Brogdon, if they aren't moving up to four and that trade would probably involve Julius Randall and Emmanuel quickly to get Brogdon. So that's interesting. Um, a couple other moves that are, you know, kind of in the works is the Spurs apparently also want. Malcolm Brogdon, which is interesting considering they have DeJounte Murray. So I'm not sure what exactly that means for them, uh, but it's definitely interesting. And it's kind of raising the needle on a couple of different things. Uh, there's obviously a huge market for Miles Turner from the Indiana Pacers as well. A lot of this, there's going to be a couple of things that happen draft night because of the picks that are made. There will be moves afterwards. I can guarantee it. Uh, the Lakers have tried to move Russell Westbrook in a trade for Malcolm Brogdon. The Pacers said no to actually uh, as a package around classic Russell Westbrook, THT and a first for Malcolm Brogdon. And that was shot down. So we'll see. There's a lot of moves going on. Uh, one bet that I like and that I think is still available is I, I'm tailing, I'm tailing Matt more of the action network, but it's Trevor Keels to be a first round pick at plus 450 on DraftKings. So if you can grab that, uh, I definitely would. There's a couple teams in the top, you know, or between like 16 and 30, 32 that like want to move up or that want to grab him. 
so I wouldn't be surprised if he's able, if he goes in the first round. Uh, I'm taking a look right now to see if those odds are still the same, and they are. So at the time of this recording, 8.47 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday, you can take Trevor Keels plus 450. Um, but with that, we're going to pivot, and we're going to be talking – we're going to put on the skates – it's cashed out on ice over here. Producer Corey, how are you doing? Nice and chilly, Joe. I got my air conditioning cranked, just trying to get ready for game four. Um, do, you, do you need your, like, I feel like my air conditioning is always cranked. Yeah, that's, I just stated the obvious pretty much. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it remains at 68 or 69 at all times Nice uh, during the summer months because, you know, once the bitch heats up, you can't cool her down. You ever, you ever dabble with uh, 67? It's wild. I've done it. I've done it. It's you nice. see a 95 degree day coming two days ahead. You crank it down a little lower. Get ready for that. Yeah, you got to be prepared. <laughs> so anyway, I'm not going to be able to give you a winner here. It's too volatile. The games are insane. It's it's a little bit like the Warriors and Boston when you have one team that just has like three studs that can turn it on and just start putting goals in nets. Dude, um, it's with, crazy. There's so many goals going on. It's nuts. Um, and it's kind of on both teams here where you see guys like Stamkos, like they're quiet a couple games and then bang, two goals, no problem, one period. It's it's absolutely absurd. So what I'm going to tell you to do is bet the over if you ever see it at six or six and a half, bet the over. It's too low. It's too low. Um Honestly, most – I think I saw M- BetMGM and maybe DraftKings had some kind of, like, odds boost. It's six um, right now. It's six right bet now. Bet that shit. Bet that shit. Because um, the goalies, yes, Vasilevsky's great. Uh, Colorado has a good goalie. They're not the best. They're not, like, brick walls. And True. the goal scorers on both teams are too good. So the puck's going to go in eventually. Um what was I going to say? Oh, we'll start with Tampa. Um, everyone's been making a big stink about Braden Point coming back. He's had this lingering, undisclosed injury. Um, and when he was back, he came back for game one. He looked like absolute hot dog shit. Like he was getting <laughs> torched. Um, and that has something to do with Colorado just being faster than everybody else. But also, like, he's clearly not over the hump of whatever the injury is. Got he's it. questionable last game. He's questionable, I doubt. I think, doubtful for tomorrow or tonight. Um, and like his ice time is down when he is there, like everybody else who should be pulling their weight, like he is on the ice for about 20 minutes. He's like at 18. Um, but the biggest red flag glaring, obvious sign that he's fucked is that he's minus seven. Like his, he's, they're just, every time he's on the ice, he's a liability. Um, he's got like the worst points in, on the team right now. That's like minus seven sounds bad, especially in hockey when it's like, there's not that many. No, that's goals. Bad. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> You're going out of your way to touch the ice and like, yeah, sometimes like if you're on the penalty kill, that's the luck of the draw. You're going to have shitty points. Like you're just not going to show up on the stat sheet, but this is more than that. This is like um, a nuisance injury that won't go away. Okay. Um, and it's so just again, like your hockey guy, you're tough. Like you got to like right. bang it out. So you have year. that like yeah, you have that mindset but you're also like hurting yourself and your team by getting your ass on the ice 
because he was like one of their biggest point scorers in the regular season, and now he's completely sidelined. But they've been doing fine without him. Um, you know, they have uh, Kucherov, Palat, and Stamkos. They each they have like twenty seven goals between the three of them in the postseason. Yeah, it's insane. Like that's your front line, and that's what they're scoring. Like that's what they could put up on the board. So again, bet the over. Um, but I yeah. think we're gonna see a little bit more Corey Perry getting worked into the uh, the mix. He's a little older. He got fucking whopped the other night into the boards. Um, I like. I thought they rung his bell, but he got up and tried to fight somebody, so he was okay. Yeah. He, uh, he hit the goalie in the stomach on his way out, just like a little fuck you, which is you love to see that. Um, but Dude, I think the they're thing- gonna get him in the mix, and that's gonna. He's a goal scorer. The man can get the puck in the net. This is the thing that I don't understand. And I feel like I asked Matt about this when he came on the pod at Matty Chucks. Tampa is eight and one now at home. What's the deal with home ice? Like, why is it so important? I just, I don't home get it. I mean, like, like, I get it, but I just don't get it at the same time. I know what you mean. Like, it varies depending on what teams you're playing, too. Much. You yeah. think so. But, like, you can tell people are shaken up when they go into the garden to play the Rangers. You can tell when people go to even like a fucking Oilers game. That crowd is fucking nuts. Um, yeah. Like the fucking rafters are shaking, especially I'm pretty sure that their arena is like a rinky dink piece of shit like Nassau used to be. So like, you know, like it two people stomp, yeah, two people stomp their feet at the same time and all the bleachers shake. Um, But they're like ice conditions really do vary. And you're used to what you practice on. You're used to what you play all the time. But, I mean, think about it. You're going into a back-to-back Stanley Cup winner's home ice during the Stanley Cup. I just don't see how they lose. And they're a team that has started, you know, 0-2 before and just shook it right off. Remember? Remember when that really smart guy told you when they were down 0-2 to bet them and they won four in a row? Remember that? Well, and that's that's kind of where I'm at with the Lightning, right? So, like, they dropped two. Now you're at home. They won the first one in game three, like, pretty convincingly. And then now it's like, are they going to even up the series? Because I feel like there might be some value on the Lightning to win the series. But I, I think that's already like gone. Avalanche, yeah. Like, so you think after you need they lost, games, right? right, after they lost their second game, I did put a – I sprinkled. I did. Uh, I mean, to win the series, they're still plus two forty. I would take that. I think yeah, I got two seventy five, but I would take two forty. That's not bad because I think it was like implied that they were going to win Game Three. When yeah, two seventy five. I hate to say it, but it almost looked like Colorado knew it too. Like, well, I think there was whatever like a... they tried just didn't work. Like, they tried to change things up, switch sides of the ice, different yeah. approaches going into the zone. Fucking but Tampa think... just beat them down. I saw something that was like. Uh... Oh, home favorites in game three of a Stanley Cup finals are win at like 73% of the time. I'm surprised it's not higher. Yeah. From what I, we've I, seen. I think it was home favorites. Like it was, it's crazy. Yeah. So I, I guess my pivot now is can, like Con Smith, Smith, Con Smythe. It's, it's kind of a weird award because it's not a finals MVP. It's a playoff MVP. It's like a playoff award, which is something that I've wanted the NBA to have. I think it's really awesome. That would clear up a lot of the problems that everybody argues about on Twitter. So I doubt they're ever going to fix it. Yeah, too much no, engagement like, for the NBA. 
they're like, oh, like let's just have instead, like let's just have an Eastern Conference Finals MVP because that does fucking anything. Yeah. Or you could just have your mayor of your town vote you as the MVP, and like <laughs> that counts too. That was fucking hilarious. It's, it's um, yeah. but look, so you got Cal Maker. Cal Maker is minus one fifty five, and then everybody else that's, is that's Cal McCarr for use at home. Yeah, whatever. It's not a veg. He's not a vegetable. Um, and then after. After after that, you know, you've got Vasilevsky. Like, I'm just going to say all these names. Go ahead, McKinnon, rattle them off. McKinnon, Kucherov, Rantanen, Landeskog, and Stamkos there, right? So, like, Do you notice the teams? Like, it's just back and forth. Yeah, like, it's obviously, <laughs> it's all these guys that are, like, in the Stanley Cup. But could this go to a loser? Is there precedent for it to go to a loser? Or does it generally go to the winner? I don't ever recall seeing it go to a loser. Got um, it. So it's yeah, kind of one of those things like playoff MVP, but it's not really. Yeah, it's mostly going to be the winner. <laughs> like whoever brought you the W is going to get the thing. Yeah. Uh, if Kel- I mean, honest to God, if Avalanche win, there's no doubt it's going to Kale McCarr. He's unfucking believable. He has seven goals as a defenseman. He's on the ice more than anyone else by like a significant margin. He's plus ten right now in points. Like he's if he's not he like he has this ability to skate backwards as fast as you're skating forward, and it doesn't make sense physically when you're watching it. You're like, I think I learned in high school in a physics class that whatever you're doing shouldn't be happening. I can't prove it because I sucked at physics, but I know what I'm seeing. I should not be seeing. Like it's it's really strange. Yeah, young dude too. Well, because that's the thing that like I'm curious about here because like he is minus 150 at DraftKings, right? So yeah. like if you're looking at that, like that that feels like a good bet. Then like if you think the Avalanche are gonna win, or like if you have a Lightning future, for example, yeah, I think if you think the Lightning are gonna win, pick pick whoever's favorite on the Lightning because you'll probably get better odds. Yeah, it's um, I think Kucherov was. No, it's Vasilevsky. Is actually it's actually you need a line shop the fuck out of this because he's I'm plus sure you're gonna find some dude. He's plus three eighty on DraftKings. He's plus five hundred on Fanduel. That's a significant difference. My God, there. that's See, a no, it's difference. the only sport still on, and the books aren't paying much attention. Dude, they they really don't. Actually, I'm probably gonna fire off. I'm gonna probably <laughs> fire off some series props here because I didn't I didn't I don't look at NHL honestly. Like it's just not my sport. Um, <laughs> So I am as as you you tell like as you talk about this, I'm looking and like there are a variety of different bets here that I think are really interesting. Um, Stanley Cup Finals player individual player totals this season. Okay, this is what I like. So they have these series player props. They have goals, most goals, series points, most points. And those are the one; those are the best you can take right now. So they have these props, right? So it's for like one is they have one. It's called player goals, and it's for all these different markets for goals in the playoff series, right? So right now, who do you think who's like the best goal scorer on these teams? McKinnon. McKinnon. All right. So McKinnon. And just for reference, by the way, McKinnon not- eleven goals. Kale McCarr has seven. He's a defenseman, and he has seven. Explain this to me, then. Okay, McKinnon 
Total Nathan McKinnon goals in the playoff series over one and a half is plus 120. How's that fucking possible? You Pretty know. Sure he scored twice already. <laughs> I don't think so. It says, no, he's got two assists. He's got two whatever. He's got McKinnon's got no goals, surprisingly enough, but he's got I would two smash points. that. I would smash that. That's plus 120. Yeah, that's gold. Right? That's a golden okay. bet. So then, His props are great. Keep going. Props are awesome. Okay, so now you've got Landeskog has three goals. I don't know who the fuck that is, <laughs> <laughs> but he's got three goals, and the prop for him is over under four and a half. So he needs to score two more goals. And the thing is, we know since it's two to one now, we know that there's five more games. Yeah. We know we're getting two more games. So like McKinnon, you're basically betting on him to get a goal a game. Mm -hmm. If it goes, and that's if it goes the minimum. If Tampa wins, we're getting six. Oh, don't even tease me like that yet. That's what I'm saying. So like, look, I think if you're looking at terms of, uh, I don't really understand these stats, but like, (laughs) if you're looking (laughs) So like, I'm just saying, like, if you're looking at some of these numbers, I think these numbers are wrong, right? So then you have a bunch of guys tied at three goals, whatever. Most goals, Landis Gog is the favorite right now because he's got plus 170. They have it literally, it's just in the order of, like, these guys, like, the number of goals that they have. So if you look at somebody, like, Stamkos has one, right? McKinnon is 30 to one to lead the series in goals, well, that's fair. I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of guys that have two goals already. Some there's, have three. So there's two. There's two guys with three. Three guys with two. Okay, that's it. And then everybody else has one. There's one, two. All three, right. So five. this game, this series goes to six games. McKinnon gets a goal a game. He's caught up. He but needs to go. Think, he needs like a hat trick or something. Like it's. I think he's going to heat up too. I think if he puts one in the net, there's a good good chance he's going to have another one in that game. That's what I'm saying. Like because he gets that I, eye like, of the tiger shit. I don't know who these guys are. I'm going to send you this link so you can look at it with me because that might actually be more helpful than like whatever the fuck I'm doing. Um, and, and I like this cause this is like a little behind the curtain for everybody here. Um, but like you got Landis Gog, Nechuskin, Burakovsky, Palat, Paul. Those are the guys with more than one goal. Are any of them like elite goal scorers to the point where you're like, no, one of them should like lock it up. Like they'll be fine. Cause I you know like, one of those you just listed is. off. Yeah. Cause other than that, like then you're looking at a situation like Stamkos only has one goal. Did you say Kucherov? Kucherov has no goals. That'd be my dark horse. Kucherov is 40 to one. So you could bet on, McKinnon at 30 to one and Kudrov at 40 to one right now. Right. So like if you sprinkle some bets on players, you would typically expect to score. You get crazy odds because they haven't scored yet. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But you're right. You know, their names because they're usually the ones putting the puck in the net. Yeah. Like you can get like, and you can get uh, Kale McCarr. There you go. Over, over three and a half goals. During the finals at plus two eighty five, so he's got sweet, sweet prop. I think I gotta like figure this out. I, let Juicy me, I, prop. I need to look. I need to figure out if I'm looking at the right stats here. We will cut this. I think we're about to just smash. We're gonna I smash mean, this market right Matt, now. Matt 
basically broke the goalie player props early in the season. Yeah, because they just don't know what the <laughs> fuck they're doing. And he became well aware of that, and it wasn't until he became a mover and a shaker. Well, I already you already know how much I butchered the like I butchered FanDuel with these and like DraftKings for basketball. Like, can you imagine how bad these NHL ones probably are? No. I mean, there is like, of course, yeah, it's the postseason. It's the Stanley Cup. One bad hit and you're fucking, you know, your best guy could be out. But they're going to put it all on the line. So I can't imagine these like top goal scoring players not putting more pucks in the net. That's what I'm saying. All right. there. Who has the stats for this? Are there just no stats like online anywhere? That's very likely. I no, want- yeah. It looks like the odds are all based on. Current currently there, which is wrong. Like that shouldn't be how it is. Like we need to be looking prospectively. So like McKinnon at over one and a half goals for the series on FanDuel is plus one twenty six. That's fucked. You have to take it. Like you have to take it. So they're they're handicapping this as if the only people who have scored are the only ones who will continue to score. That's what I'm saying. And they're basically saying that makes no sense. Like he shouldn't be like that. So. We're putting that bet in at plus 126. Then if we're looking at this, right, you've got you've got these guys that score. Like they're just, I feel like they're it's all out of whack relative to what they did in the regular season, right? Right. So like the two guys with the most goals for the Avalanche are Rantanen, Rantanen and McKinnon. Rantanen, there you go. Rantanen, Rantanen's got no goals. McKinnon has no goals. You can bet on Rantanen for over one and a half finals goals at plus 168 on FanDuel. That's just silly. And like, and you can also bet McKinnon the same bet also except plus 126. Still plus money for that is, is why are we not, why are we not betting that when those guys led the team it, like, I don't know if it's a scheme thing. I don't really think it is. Obviously, like, I feel like scoring comes down a lot of times in playoff series. But like you said, these goalies are not what you think of in terms of, like... Right. Like, you, like Shesterkin and Vasilevsky playing each other was, like, two brick walls facing each other. Yeah. Like, Kemper's just not that good. They have a good D that keeps the shots on goal down. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, as a goalie straight up, not my first pick. No. So you can actually bet then too. They have Colorado player to score two plus goals in the Stanley cup finals. So you have, they're saying right now you can bet on these guys like Laconin. I don't know who that, who the fuck he is left wing. I guess he already has one goal. You can bet on him to score one more goal throughout the series at minus minus one forty-two, And he, but the thing is, like, for this, I don't know if I'd want it. He's only scored six goals in the season. So that might not be that might not be a great play there. Yeah, if you see a juicy prop for him with assists, I would consider that. He's okay. a second-line guy, left wing. They have – they only have goal scorer specials for that. That's fine. I figured that'd be too into the weeds for these fuckers. Yeah. Um, um, either way, though, it's not a bad idea. Like, I like that. And then – you have for Tampa Bay, you can bet Stamkos already has one goal, so this line is like a little like jacked up. But basically, you can bet him over two and a half at plus one thirty-two. I would Kucherov, probably still do it. 
Kucherov is plus 134 to score two goals. He's got zero. Which is right shocking. Now. Like, he has yeah. 11 in the postseason, I think. That's what I mean. So, like, I just feel like these he has lines, They're due. They're due. Yeah, I just feel like these lines are, like, messed up, basically. You Look, know? For, as, for as unpredictable as the entire game outcome is, some of the things might be predictable, like betting a few of the top goal scorers to score a couple goals. Yeah. Like it's not... So this is the thing you can you can also bet on DraftKings. They have series points. So this is more in line with what you were talking about. So Rantanen has seven points right now. You can bet on him to go over 10 and a half at minus 105. And he's on a top goal scoring line. Like, yeah. So like when you I think he's on is a is a point. Is it one each for a goal and an assist, or is it or are goals worth more? It's the same. Yeah. Can't remember. I haven't played NHL in a long time. And that's how I really stayed up on my shit. Yeah. So like you have that. You can get. But yeah, uh, Rantanen. He's a he's a power point or a power point. Oh my god! Shoot Kale, me in the face. Kale Mazer, Makar, Makar over seven and a half is plus one ten. He's at four right now. Right, and these guys are all in the same power play unit. So if they go out there on a power play and put one in the net, that's a point for all of the boys in the team. That's what I mean. So like, I feel like there's so that's a point for McKinnon, for Rantanen, for McCarr, Landeskog, and I think yeah, I and you can bet McKin- McKinnon's over. McKinnon's got two already, and his is five and a half. Five and a half. Five and a half. Wow, so like the Bush the defense has completely shut down all the superstars. That's what I mean. So like I think that they're just <laughs> I feel like these lines are just wrong. Like it doesn't make yeah. sense. Um like, I get even the theoretically. Theoretically, if if the defenses were actually shutting these guys down, they're fucking exhausted. Like they're gonna get more tired and they're gonna eventually score. Yeah. There's no way they're not hitting these minimums, I don't think. And I mean you have these guys, like these guys are good. Like this is not. Some would say also, that the Stanley Cup Finals players are pretty good. Yeah, right. So Some would this say is the, that. This is the other interesting thing. You can bet on most points in the series. Rantanen is minus two thirty. Makar is plus six fifty. He's next. He's what? at four. Because Rantanen has a three point lead. I guess it's hard for them to get away from each other. They're on the ice a lot together, so I, th- that one makes more sense. Yeah, that it would be but harder like, to get McCarr you, to pass him because he'll at least get a point while he's out there. Pivot, but if you pivoted, right? Like Stamkos is forty to one. Stam Stamkos in the series. If my computer will let me do this, I think has three. Stamkos is two, so that's a little tougher. I think that's a little um, tougher. But he has, you know, he scored a goal last game. He could be buzzing. We don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that some of these are worth a little bit of a sprinkle here. Like, yeah. it's not... Especially your top goal. If you heard their name at all throughout the winter, why not? That's what I'm saying. Like, for most goals, and that's that's really the one that I'm looking at right now. If you yeah. look at most goals, because there's no player that really has, like, a ton of goals right now. Like, there's a couple guys with three, but those aren't traditional goal scorers. Right, Nachuskin and Landeskog, because on the regular season, Landeskog had 30, so he's a goal scorer, and Nachuskin had 25, I guess. But it's not McKinnon, it's not Randonen, it's not Stamkos, who had most goals out of everybody, and he's at 14. So I don't also like, don't take any props on point 
because, like I said, he's questionable day to day, and I can guarantee you he's probably going to start a game. Uh, not next one, maybe the one after. He'll probably start the game and then not finish because he's for sure injured. Don't touch his fucking props. Yeah, I, I think that I think this is the way to go. So I'm going to sprinkle right now. I'm going to do a little bit of McKinnon to lead the lead the series in goals, and maybe a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, Kucherov at forty to one. Love Kuch. Uh, just a little, just a little sprinkle. But right now, what I put in is I put in uh, McKinnon. Over one and a half goals in the series. I put in Rantanen over one and a half goals in the series, both at plus money. I put in McKinnon and Kucherov to lead the series in, in goals. Uh, McKinnon over five and a half points on the series. I think, I don't know. I'm going like, to follow like, you. I'm doing that. I feel like there's a good, there's a little bit of good opportunity there. Yeah. Stay away from the game. Go to the player props. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> So Corey, do you have any you have any lasting thoughts on the NHL finals? Um, I just I wanted everyone to know I have a future on both of these teams and the Rangers got bounced and I'm just been so happy the past couple of weeks or one wow. week. It's felt like a really long time. Elite, Corey. Yeah. Absolutely elite. I finally made it. Um we love to hear it. And I, I'm personally rooting for the Avalanche because I have an enormous parlay with uh, Justin Thomas, the Golden State Warriors, the Avalanche, and then the New York Yankees. $6 to win 1000 We love it. Goddamn. <laughs> we love it. So, um, all right. So, we were rooting. I'm personally rooting for the Avalanche. I'm rooting for all of these props that we just put in. Producer Corey, I know you've been on this mm-hmm. episode the whole time. I'm tired already. I'm not going to ask you how you're doing. That's but what do you have to recommend to the listeners? I'm going to recommend the book Less Than Zero by Brett Easton Ellis. Read it for the first time. Very good. Fucked up. Um, if you like to read crime thrillers, not for you. If you like to read anything remotely happy, not for you. Um, if you're a sick, twisted individual, you'll probably enjoy it. Um I guess we could use Requiem for a Dream as like a gauge. If you enjoyed the movie, you'll probably like this book. I love it. I'm in. I probably won't read it, but I like I the figured. idea. I like the idea of books. Um, I, I think, I don't really know what I recommend right now, but I did just have a protein shake. And now I'm not going to necessarily recommend protein shakes because like, obviously. These are but, tips and tricks, aren't they? But I used to be a sicko and mix my protein with water, which is just like, it's so gross. And the thing is, it's because like, I can't, I can't have dairy. Right. Dude, that's just Um, formula for adults. What you just described. Disgusting. So, but that's what I was drinking. The best part is like, it couldn't even be like whey protein. So I would always have the shitty flavors and it was mixed with water and it was grainy. I remember I had, I, I drank carnivore for a while, which was beef isolate protein. And it was, it was literally red and it would make your poop turn like teal. It was crazy. And so now what do you do? Just crush up a lactate pill, <laughs> throw it in there. No. So I have it. I got, I got vegan protein. That is the one good thing that's come of all of the liberal propaganda out here. Um, and like the tree huggers is I get my protein from peas now, apparently. And 
the thing that's nice about that is that it mixes really well with oat milk. <laughs> so I've, I've been drinking these protein shakes. Joe Delera has cracked the code. I, I feel sustainable. I feel strong. I had this one. It tastes like a pancake and with syrup, obviously not a dry pancake. If you eat dry pancakes, go to hell. Also, we'll recommend, uh, I think Big Cat recommended this at some point, but table pancakes, elite for breakfast. If you go to a diner and you don't order the pancakes. Or a waffle. What's wrong with you? You got to get some. Fine, sure. But like. I can count on my hands the amount of times I've actually finished my own pancake order. It's Never. for the table. Yeah. Like, I'm going to take first dibs, obviously, and then you can figure it out amongst yourselves. Yeah. Uh, well, see, I do. The, I like, I, I usually get an omelet or something or like a hash like thing or a skillet. And you then know, corned beef I'll, hash is the truth. Fucks. And then I'll get the pancakes, like a short stack for the table, toss that bitch in the middle, probably got to do like blueberry or chocolate chip. Like, I don't know, something like that. It's just gang banging that pancake. Let me tell you. I like how he went from protein shakes to pancakes real fast. It's the same dude. That's, that was what the protein was. Pancakes with syrup. So I'm just guzzling down this protein shake. <laughs> <laughs> It's wild. So with that, stay strong, get your protein in, get your weight up, get your goal score bets in, and let's cash that.
Double one, double it. No.